0: Great privilege and pleasure as always to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation, Charles. Thank you for the lovely time of worship.
1: I feel a bit bad because in the worship our
0: whole focus was on heaven. the and And now in the sermon I'm afraid we're gonna taste a bit of hell. Uh, but in this hell we are going to meet an extraordinary character I'm not too sure how to pronounce his name the second name for me is no problem Jennings whether it's Asa, Asa Asa I don't know (laughs) I to change <laughs> my language based on anybody can help me? A S A. Asa. Okay. So here he is, Arthur Jennings. This is And we're gonna hear more about him. Take a good look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got stuff. It's got stuff. It has got stuff does not matter. Um, if it gets going, it gets going. On Sunday, the 10th of September, 1922, the Greek army in Smyrna now is near, finally surrendered to the Turks. hazar nak sanir kutva septemberi Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, for some of you I know this will be very familiar history. Uh, And uh, so the 1919 invasion of Turkey by the Greeks have ended in total disaster. It was not though the Greeks who first had to bear the brunt of the Turks anger. It was tragically again the Armenians, though now we're in 1922, we're not in 1915. It was tragically again the Armenians, though now we're in 1922, we're not in 1915. The Greeks surrendered Sunday the 10th. Monday the 11th, the Turkish soldiers began to ransack the Armenian streets. There was murder, there was rape. Then on Wednesday the 13th of September <laughs> the Armenian quarter was taught. <laughs> <set up laughs> many eyewitness accounts of Turkish soldiers pouring cans and cans of petrol. And they led, the petrol went from the Armenian quarter to the much larger Greek quarter. And soon the whole city was a burning, the whole of the Christian quarter was a burning furnace. It's estimated about 300,000 Greek and Armenian Christians were forced out of their homes And they came to the the quayside, the the, the quayside. It was a scene of biblical proportions. 300,000 people on this quayside. Behind them, the burning city. In front of them, the dark waters. No water, no food, no sanitation. They were Christians. There was only one thing they could do. That's what they did. They prayed. Listen to one eyewitness. There was a strange murmur of many voices rising and falling along the waterfront. The sound was mournful, like the moaning of the sea, increasing in volume as the darkness deepened. I asked what are they doing? And the reply is praying. Pray for ships. Smirna 1922 300,000 refugees a city on fire, soldiers bent on revenge. It's a crisis. Thankfully, fact our generation, my generation anyway, has been spared war. Go down to the east end of London, you'll find a few old people and they'll talk to you about the blitz. Uh, Find a few Englishmen in their 80s, and they'll talk to you about Dunkirk, and they'll talk to you about North Africa, they'll talk to you about Italy, they'll talk to you about the D-Day landings, they'll talk to you about war. But my generation and the next generation, we just know about the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and David Bowie and X Factor and Simon Cowell. It's a bit different. <laughs> but Tommy, Serute uh, is one of them. And we can be in the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, Simon Cowell, X Factor. Uh, yeah, we have another spinner. It's not magic, but I have not done it. So we have crises, huh? But the worst thing about crises is that we all find this love. Amen. And that is the reason for Storms come. come. Storms came in all the crises of the characters in the Bible. They all had crises. And there's such a simple truth that comes out, which is this it is life's crises that reveal the reality of our Christian faith. It is life's crises that reveal the reality of our Christian faith. And in Swerner, in 1922, there was one man, I'm sure there were many others, but there was one man who certainly showed that he had the real thing. And as I was reading about his life, I saw that there were four qualities that he had that showed that he had a real Christian faith. And when they were put to the test, he passed the fire and he came through triumphantly. So what were they? The first one is he was an ordinary and faithful man who was our yes. I expect quite a few of you here have heard. ترسیم هم از سلسله نرماسونه. Uh but maybe no I had never heard of him until I got hold with this book last year. Yes, the And certainly no one in Smyrna in August 1922 had heard of him. He was so ordinary. He wasn't he didn't belong to one of those big rich Greek trading families. He wasn't some big shot diplomat. Uh, that
1: really, in some ways he, was, he a was a loser.
0: He was a loser. He's a bit of a loser. From the world's point of view, he was a loser. He was, he was 45. And what was his job? He worked for the YMCA. YMCA. He was a charity worker. Uh, Uh, He wasn't even a boss of the YMCA in (laughs) Småland. He was an assistant YMC worker in (laughs) Småland. You think yourself, well, come on, dear Mr. Jennings, you should have done more with your life now. You've got to 45. He wasn't even much to look at, poor old Mr. James. I don't know if you see him there, but you know, he he's not trying really this good. I mean the women aren't are sort of swooning over him, are they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean you can on that again. <laughs> And he was only just over five foot. Boy And he had a bit of a sort of hunchback apparently. You know, know, he's a bit of a loser socially, a bit of a loser physically, i mean a poor guy. But, But. he was a Christian It's a huge difference, huh? You can be as ordinary as they come, but if you're a Christian...
1: Amen, preachers. Yes.
0: Wow. He was just an ordinary, faithful Christian. <laughs> Nothing glamorous. But because he was an ordinary, faithful Christian, walking with Jesus Christ, he ended up in Smyrna, September 1922. And that's the first thing I like about Mr. James. He was okay when it came to the ordinary stuff of life. And if he had not been ordinary and faithful, he wouldn't have been in Swana, and then we certainly would never have heard him. Being faithful in the ordinary is the starting point of everything. Moses? She Moses. David, before Goliath, taking the hamburgers to his brothers. Uh, David, to be to office, to Nehemiah, before the walls, serving out wine. Tummy, the Stephen, just a good guy. That's what it just says, he was just a good guy. Yeah. And, 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 and <that- yeah. I'm not yeah. so, I might have they said I had to mention some women. So she said, mention Esther. Yeah. Esther, she was a queen. That's not particularly ordinary. So she said, okay, mention Ruth. Yes, she was right about Ruth. All Ruth was doing, was, was, was bringing in the crop. And then there was the woman in John chapter 4. She was just going to get her water. And then all the women, so the women were also ordinary faith. So that's the first thing I like about this. So I just ask myself, how am I doing, how are
1: you doing, how are we doing, are we being faithful in the
0: ordinary, or are we always thinking of the climates, are we always thinking, I should be doing this, or I should be doing that. I say the important thing that Mr. Jennings teaches me, I'm saying Mr. Jennings, because I'm getting confused with his name, but the thing that Mr. Jennings is teaching me is, first of all, be ordinary. (coughs) Sorry, be faithful in the ordinary. (laughs) Because when you're faithful in the ordinary, then usually something else will happen. <laughs> and that's what happened for Mr. James. He was the assistant YMCA working. <laughs> but that September, his boss was away. So the ordinary guy was temporarily the boss. So there he was when Smyrna was imploding and the streets were becoming lawless. برای این որ, որ Full starving refugees, expected mothers, orphans, just suffering all around them. آمده ایش گفت تا را پندا شد تا by the way, Arthur Jennings was from New York. I might
1: not have mentioned that. He uh, was yeah, from New okay,
0: York. So he was American. Uh, now, America, New York. now, at this point, all the other Americans are leaving the town. <laughs> Arthur Jennings said no. Yes, <laughs> He's a Christian. <laughs> so, he takes over two empty buildings, hangs an American flag, and he sends out a message. All expectant mothers and orphans, you're welcome here. Soon, he is looking after 1,000 people. <laughs> so, for those people, what Jennings did was a lifesaver. What is he doing? He is doing surely what any Christian would do. Now The whole point of Jesus' story about the good Samaritan is that we don't walk by on the other side. And that's the story of the Bible. David takes the sandwiches. But then he gets involved with the Goliath stuff. Nehemiah is serving his wife. But then he hears about the walls of Jerusalem. And, 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 and. In other words, when we're Christians, we're doing something very ordinary, And then we see something, we hear about something, and then we say, whoa, I've got to do something. Uh, that's what Jennings did in Smyrna in 1922. He had no money, he had nothing behind him, except he was a Christian, and he said, "Right, we've got to do something," and he brought in those people. Now here tonight in Chiswick, we're not listening to the groans of 300,000 refugees. check uh, the but every so often somebody is calling in our world to us in our family circle in the wider circle in the church circle Every so often, somebody is wounded on the side of the road and they're calling out for help. I tell you, you can have passed every theology exam in the book. If you don't walk over to help that person, what is my Christianity? What is your Christianity? What's it going to amount to on the day of judgment? Amen. Why did Jennings do what he did؟ Because he was a Christian. That's it guys. It's not rocket science. It's what Christians do. What was, what's philosophy we <laughs> My understanding of philosophy is, is I say, it is usually useless and sometimes evil. Have the followers of Kant built hospitals? Have the followers of Nietzsche erected uh, places for orphans? Is it the followers of the Bertrand Russell who are So that's what Jennings helped those people. He went up to the other side. But there's a third quote. He was ready to fight for what was right. By the 20th of September, the prayers of those 300,000 refugees would not be answered. The USA, the European powers, they're all saying, no, we're not going to get involved with Turkey. We're not risking it. It's Quite a modern story, this isn't it. <laughs> People still frightened to say the G word because of the Turks. So the, all the all these ambassadors in Istanbul say, no, 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 we can't do anything. As Asa Jennings wakes up one morning and he realizes the ships are not going to come. There's nothing to go back to. The city has been completely torched. The corpses are piling out on the quayside. Lots of the refugees are just drowning themselves in the water. And even if they were able to go back into the city, there they would then be taken into the interior. And everybody knew what the interior meant. So Arsene Jennings worked it out. It wasn't rocket science. If ships do not come,
1: three
0: hundred people, three hundred thousand people will most certainly die. So something up inside him I've got to try and do something. I like this guy. Yeah, I'm sure you do too. Much more than me. He went and saw, he thought, well, I have to get permission from the Turks. If I don't get permission from the Turks, nothing can happen. So, who did he go and see? He went and saw the boss. He went and saw Mustafa Ataturk. Ataturk. Can you imagine this? And he gets a meeting with him. Who wants to see me? Uh, Asa Jennings. Mr. Asajjnings. Mr. Who's he? Over there. I mean, I'm Atatürk. I just conquered Turkey. You know, I am the number one. Who's this Asa Jennings? Uh, he's from the American Relief Committee. Yeah. If you wanted to know who was behind the American Relief Committee, it had a member of one. Ask well, Ataturk, give him his due, he let Jennings in. Can you imagine the meeting? There's Mustafa Ataturk. He just had to look at one of his guards, and his guards would shoot any man that Ataturk said. He had that type of power. Uh, to he had a huge army behind him. He had all the money in Turkey. He is the most powerful man in that region. He's just defeated the Greeks. Across the table, no money? No diplomatic service? Uh, no army? Nothing? It. But, but God! He had God with him! He walked in to see Mustafa Ataturk as a Christian with God. And what came out at the end of that meeting? Atatürk said you've got seven days. That was then extended to 11 days. Not men of military age, but you can take the rest. So, Mr. Jennings walks out. Time is very short. He gets down to the Quasar. He starts talking to the captains of different ships. Finds an Italian. Wants a bride. He says, I'll give you whatever you want, don't worry. 2,000. What's 2,000 amongst 300,000, you say? I tell you, if you were one of those 2,000. It was everything. And those 2,000 women and children got on that first ship. And Asa Jennings and that Italian captain, they went a short distance across to Greece. He needs more ships. Who should send the ships? The Greeks.
1: I mean, actually, they started the whole business. They invaded Turkey in
0: 1919. Big mistake. So they should send the ships. So as sends them a telegram. He gets the coded telegram, it's in code, so nobody else can understand it. Akin sends him, apparently, the Prime Minister was sleeping. Ask the servant. We'll think about it. He's got seven days. A couple of days has already gone. He's only got five days left. He needs ships. And the Greek government are going to think about it. This man is fighting. So he sends them back a telegram. He says, this will be my last telegram in code. The next telegram I send will read as follows. And every news company in the world will read it. The Turks have given permission for the Greeks to send ships. To save their people, the Greeks and the Armenians. But the Greek government have refused to send ships. That will be my next telegram if you don't do something. I tell you, that got the Greek government moving. This is the telegram he got back from me. All ships in the Aegean placed under your command to remove refugees from Smyrna. As the Jennings, said the only thing I knew about ships was how we be sick in them.
1: Now he's become an admiral
0: and he's looking around he got about 5 or 6 ships together eventually he got 52 ships together can you imagine the scene at that waistline they've been praying for ships for nearly two weeks they've been praying for ships and then over the horizon, the ships appear. Led by Asa Jennings,
1: one Christian man who
0: was prepared to fight. There were scenes of absolute pandemonium mm-hmm. on the horizon. But. Most of those 300,000 people This is our God. He answers prayer in hell. He answers prayer in hell. But he needs
1: asogenics. He needs
0: a Christian man or a Christian woman who will fight for what is right. I don't know what you would have done there. I think many of us would have been like the American ambassador and we would have just really run away. But at the end of the day, that is not an option for the Christian. At the end of the day, being a Christian does not just amount to saying X, Y, and Z theologically. Being a Christian means that when the time to fight comes, we fight. Remembering that we can go and see Mustafa at Turk, and if God is on our side, we have a majority. i have got two more pictures Just for this to I you can see the postmark there. Yeah. And the next one?
1: It's a slow it's bit that.
0: Another one. Doesn't matter. If
1: it comes, it comes. It doesn't matter. The fourth quality, very quickly.
0: George had put on for us. Remember the first three is that he was faithful in the ordinary. He didn't walk by on the other side. He was ready to fight for what was right. And the thought was, he was ready to die. He might have been a little guy, but he had a wife and children. He had a lot to live for. Marriage of his children. Retirement back in New York, but there must have been a time in September 1922 when he made a deliberate decision, absolutely settled in his mind, that he was going to be ready to die for the sake of those refugees. Smyrna, September 1922, was a very dangerous place. Life was cheap. (laughs) There was rape, there was murder, there was pillaging, there was disease everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to live, get out of Smyrna. But Asajenians decided to stay. He was ready to die. And I think that's, we've got to just understand that about being Christian. We don't hate life, we don't hate our families. But we are ready to die. It is in our DNA. DNA in the Because we live every day, every moment, because someone has died for us. Because someone has died for us, we are ready to die for others. It's in our DNA. Our bodies are whole, because his is broken. We have joy because he has sorrow. We have light because he had darkness. We are not thirsty, but he was thirsty. We sometimes feel heaven. Because he felt the We are free, increasingly free from sin. But he became sin. We have peace with God. Because he was separated from God. This is Jesus Christ. This is the living bread. This is what we as Christians live from this living bread every day. What is the word of God? This is my body broken for you. This is my blood shed for you. This is what we feed of as Christians. This is our oxygen. This is what we breathe. This is why we live. So So it's in our DNA. Because Christ died for us. We can die for others. And that's the way it's been. Ever since Stephen stood in front of the Sanhedrin, hundreds and hundreds, thousands and thousands of Christians have willingly died. Next Saturday, we will honor yet another man who was willing to die and who did die. Imagine that choice. A
1: blind wife and
0: four young children. Just deny Christ and you can look after him. The Reverend Hussain Subman said no. <laughs> Next Saturday we'll be <being> there. <laughs> but he's just one hundred thousand. That's, <laughs> that's who, who we are. Are. I what you that's are. That's the church. We're the know. ones who are ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who Asa was. <laughs> He was ready to die. It's the crises of life that reveal the reality of our Christian faith. Faithful in the ordinary, never walking on the other side, yeah. fighting for what is right. Being ready to die. He was a very good woman. He was a Christian. That makes all the difference. Isn't that a fantastic thing? Okay. So we salute Asa Jennings, dear. I'm sure we'll see you many times.
1: We salute <laughs> And we thank him for what he's taught us. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, brother
1: Tom. To yeah, We yeah. Thank you, to our dear brother Tom. Thank you, blessed uh, message you, get yet uh, uh, i have personally witnessed eight people who have given their last what and every one
0: of their
1: glass was
0: amazing
1: the parking and it I want to uh,
0: remember what one of them commented.
1: It is a
0: portion of his
1: letter. And
0: that
1: letter is at Elam You can read that letter. And that is for the house. Or him uh, him. Uh, this is what he wrote in that letter.
0: I know what I'm about to do for Brother Dibach is equal to playing
1: with right. fire. And I'm putting my hand in the den of the writer. uh, But I have chosen my path willingly.
0: Because the value of freedom of faith is so precious.
1: I am to take, to take any task. for it. God has created man. ये बहुत I one should have to write to get that food and therefore. And if I need to be imprisoned for what I'm about to do so, um, campus, uh, or sacrifice my life, yes, but, uh, I'm prepared to do that. Because in this way the whole world will be for, for those who pay a price for their belief for their faith kind of human beings <laughs> And thanks to Lord, that story that we heard today is not something that happened in the past, but nowadays people are also sacrificed. <laughs> and right now we have people who are imprisoned and they are paying their price for their belief. One's uh,
0: cousin and her okay. husband are still for their
1: faith. Mm. Three yeah. months they're being interested. Uh, and this is a good opportunity
0: for us to remember
1: this coming.
0: We sleep comfortably in our
1: bedroom. with our families. Yeah. We go where we like. Nobody interferes in our but lives.
0: But these are many couples for their work, evangelism for
1: their Christianity, they are interested in and we have others just like them. Please you can to Praise the Lord and also to pray for similar situations. <laughs> all. Oh. Sense. And praise the
0: Lord that we have wonderful and polite examples, whose parts
1: we could follow. And we are grateful for the person as a genius, that we heard this story. <coughs> I staromish me in the summer. Mm-hmm.
0: We praise you, Father, for those blessed people who
1: sacrifice their lives in this day and age. Father, if people are prepared to pay such heavy price for you, how ashamed we should be if we are not prepared to pay even a small price for it. And
0: we ask you, Father, that you will give us the ability, the awareness
1: to be prepared to pay a price for our faith. At this
0: moment, we for
1: all those people who are being precious for your name. They by from your hand. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, we Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes,
0: Lord. You and <laughs> and are mukuni kor
1: vol volpas narant ardat pet we je va mukuni kor vol as narant ardat
0: pet
1: pandi je va mukuni kor vol volpas narant ardat pet pandi je va mukuni kor vol volpas narant And those others who are in prison in different parts of the world actually remember them and have mercy on them.
0: We do know forget that you will give your particular emergency
1: grace to these people in this difficult time. We do believe that we have heard our prayers for them and now
0: we pray that with the grace of Jesus
1: Christ and with the love of the Father and to dismiss us with the fellowship of the Holy
0: Spirit. Amen. Amen.